because once you have clarity about who you're serving with your business, what type of business you want to run, and what are the core values and principles in which you believe, that makes it easier to battle your anxieties and your resistance. Welcome to Beyond the Pretty, a podcast for the modern photographer in a world full of selfies. I'm Liz, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about the business side of photography, building generational wealth, and being healthy while doing it. Are you ready? Okay, welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Beyond the Pretty, the podcast. Today, I have Miss Fallon Carter. Um, she is an amazing event planner, wedding planner, destination wedding planner out of New York. Um, she has quickly become one of my dear friends. Um, she was just recently named one of the top wedding photographers, I mean, wedding planners by Harper's Bazaar. Her work has been in Vogue, Martha Stewart. Like she's like one of those people that are like a silent killer in the industry. And now she <laughs> is like blossoming into, you know, something amazing. And Fallon, I'm gonna let you take it over. Introduce yourself. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> um, yeah, Fallon here. And I think you covered it all. And yeah. there's, I, I'm very much like a Shh, quiet, don't tell everybody. Yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm straight chilling and I love what I do. I, I pride myself on logistics and guest experience and destination is my jam and it's, it's where I, I live and thrive. And right now we are in the season of COVID. So I'm kind of in a position of what should I do next? So um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk to you guys and share just kind of how I got here, where I'm going and even just what I'm struggling with now and, and some things that I'm doing to kind of be better. Yeah. So I think, you know, we should start by you telling a little bit about your journey um and like how you got started in being a wedding planner because you are not new to this you are true to this (laughs) so i think you know i think i want to start there and and tell people a little bit about your backstory and how you ended up uh, being a planner yeah so i was originally um a poli sci major and i was going to go to law school i was going to be one of those i'm going to change the world type of um millennials so (laughs) and i see i think i i think i still secretly am but ultimately fate would have it um and there were multiple signs that were thrown my way that positioned me to kind of attend a wedding as a guest and it snowballed into me actually doing some day of coordination and week of coordination and that prompted a career change and after that wedding it was very clear to me that I had a skill set that I wasn't really sure what to do with. And now I knew how to utilize it. And problem solving is by far one of my favorite skill sets. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm part-time life coach. I'm part-time wedding planner, but um, it's, I, 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 it worked really well. I came after the wedding, it was in Paris, France, and it was a Nigerian family. It was no, no expense spared. And after that experience, I was like, this is, I want to do this for the rest of my life. So I quit my job. I moved to New York, 700 bucks in my pocket and was like, I'm going to be a wedding planner. And I had never even attended a a wedding as an adult until that first wedding in Paris. And I was like, I want to plan these types of events for forever. Um, So after, yeah, after that, I quit my job, moved to New York, started making things happen. And that's when you slowly realize the cost of living in Manhattan is, nothing that your mind you can ever wrap your mind around um so i you know from temping to um just working in miscellaneous 
admin jobs and just trying to piece things together to make something make sense. But eventually one client led to another, referral led to another, and you're building your business slowly but surely. Um, before I knew it, I was a destination planner and I'm here now. It's, it's like, you can, there's never one, there was never one instance where I was like, I made it. <laughs> um, but every day there was some trickle of something that made you feel the need to keep going. No, I love that because that's, you know, I wish I could be that brave to like, just put it all on the line and go. But I feel like when people do that, like you have no other choice but to succeed, like mentally, because you have everything on the line. Like, you know, you're putting your heart and your soul into this. So I just think that that is an amazing testimony. I feel like, you know, a lot of people are scared to make that jump. And I was scared to make that jump, you know, and I'm very transparent of, you know, I only made the jump of really trying to do my business when I got sick. So it was like, from there, it was like, man, this is something I really want to do. And then let's do it at that point, you know? So I feel like just to be able to have that and then now to see your growth and your, tra your trajectory of all of that hard work paying off. And like, that really Thank brings you. us, you know, back to today's topic and like, we have had a lot of conversations of like now that life is being better. Like I know that COVID sucks. Like we have both, <laughs> hit, we've both been hit like a lot by COVID, but outside of that, there have been like some really amazing things that are happening. Um, and like really allowing those amazing things to happen and mm -hmm. not to look at them and to say to myself, like, do I deserve this? You know, mm -hmm. so I feel like I do that a lot. I do that a lot. Like, yeah. yeah, you do that a lot, but you do, you helped me so much whenever I call you and I'm like, girl, is this, do I, is this real? Like, can I, and it, it's funny because coming and like you said, I was just telling someone the other day how there, I never had a plan B like there, this, like the luxury of not having one is like you had, there was no failing for Fallon Carter events. When I started, there was no like, oh, well, if things go awry, I'll just call my mom. If things go here, I'll just do this. Yeah, you can call them. You ain't gonna get no money from them. You ain't, it's like, they're not gonna, you, no, this, there's no backup plan for this. So it's like, when I started this business, I never saw it not winning. Like I never saw me not doing it. Like, but that's what, now, now I'm very much in a space of, now that it worked, <laughs> and it's like, now that the successes are coming in, yes, you kind of are like, one, is, is it going to go away? Am I going to lose it all? Because now, now it feels like it means so much more. The struggle is like, you have nothing to lose. And now when you have something to lose, it becomes more, fr you, your fright more is higher. Mm -hmm. I'm terrified almost all the time. So you're like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't want to lose this because you fought so hard for it that you now like, what do I do next? How do I, how do I thrive in this? And you've been so great at saying you put in your work. We put in our work, we worked hard and yeah, now it's like, we're, you were getting so, so many accolades. It's, it's almost hard keeping up every day. I call you, you call me. We like, we got another win. We got another win. And you're like, shit, man, we worked so hard for this. Yeah. And we need to now live in the season. And I think, uh, understanding the mindset of deserving things mm -hmm. the moment you make your make it clear that you deserve it and you make space for it mm -hmm. it will stay and it is yours to have and point blank period and that's where I'm trying to get to <laughs> yeah I, I mean absolutely because I feel like 
um, I'm really, you know, we've had our conversations and for listeners that don't know, like, you know, self-confidence and fear drive like was like a huge driver of me not moving forward or me stifling myself because I'm afraid of what other people think or me mm-hmm. not doing this podcast. Cause I'm very, you know, uh, I started this in 2017 and never put it out out of fear of what other people would think. And I've gotten to the point in my life after some good counseling, let's be honest, of saying that, you know, (laughs) I can do whatever I put my mind to. And because the way that I like to function is not like the way other people like to function or, you know, just understanding that my journey is my journey. And at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, like, I'm always going to be in a position of extending kindness And I feel like that's why now in my life, I'm reaping the benefits of being kind to other people. Um, And I think behind the scenes and like not, you know, being a shady person. And I feel the same way about you. And I feel the same way about like our little friend circle. It's like, you do the work, like put in the work, put in the time, the effort, and people will see that. And at the end of the day, even if they don't see it, you see it, you know what you're doing. And it's just a matter of you saying to yourself, you're deserving of whatever God has for you, period. Mm -hmm. You know, so Mm -hmm. I think, you know, inside of, you know, the wedding industry and then just being women in general, sometimes that that's hard to accept good things and to say like, yes, I can, I did this. I did this. Yeah. And even asking for it. Yes. There's so many I think even we, I was like, man, we should just record all of our conversations. But yeah. I was like, <laughs> earlier this week, we were talking about, I just did a project with a guy. I'm working on a project with this guy. And he hits me up. And, and to make a short story, a long story short, mm-hmm. eventually we, in, we end up taking this concept and pitching it to Target, right? Mm-hmm. We had, we started a business like, 48 hours earlier and now we have this like a a call with target and we have to create a pitch deck and we have to create this and he's like okay let's put it together i was like you want to hop on a phone with target and we don't have nothing (laughs) we we just made up an idea and now we're getting on a phone with target i got scared i i felt the resistance coming up and the resistance kept coming up as fear it kept coming up as this is stupid who am i to think i can talk to target la 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 and he's just having the time of his life. Like, oh yeah, we'll put this together. We'll do this. And I'm helping him put it together. But along the way, I am struggling. I'm like, who's going to read this? Either way, we have the call with Target. It goes well. But that showed me how men usually, who, when they have absolutely no qualifiers, <laughs> no nothing, not, it's not near anything to put together, will take that thing and run with it. Yeah. And I, that, that exercise gave me so much more confidence to say, all you have to do is ask mm-hmm. every single time. And the, the hardest part is usually getting to the asking yes, of what is. you want. Cause you don't think you deserve it. You don't think you're good enough. You're like, who, 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 who talking to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think breaking through that mindset is delicious. So it's like, this week I've made a list of what are the craziest asks that I have right now. Mm-hmm. And I've already done a couple of them and have gotten yeses. Yeah. You, and you don't know what <laughs> blessings you're blocking by not blocking. asking. You know what I mean? So it's like, sis, it's like, I, I feel like that. And then that, that fear of, 
of the no. Like I'm so comfortable now when people say no to me. It's like, I'm okay, like, all right, cool. Yeah. It's like, this isn't the time and still leaving that, that bridge intact. Whereas like now I'm not, my ego isn't involved or like, I'm not yeah. like the response isn't negative when they say no, because you never know. They may say no to you, but they may have you in mind for something else, or you may be brought up in a conversation like that stuff is real. So for me, but the no, Oh, but go ahead. No, I was about to say, but for me, it's just one of those things that I had to get over. I was so afraid mm -hmm. of a no, like a no was very frightening to me. A no is frightening, but also a no is what we don't see. Every no I've gotten that I've looked back on now was leading me to the right yes. It was leading me to the space of, because sometimes we want what our mind can conceptualize is equal to desire. However, God or whomever you pray to has something so much more magnificent than your little baby brain can even conceptualize that sometimes the no is like, it's not a not right now, it's you, you deserve something so much better that I'm going to block this no, I'm going to block this from you because there's something, you don't want this publication because I'm going to take you to this one. Yeah. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's like everything in its due timing. And it's like, even my work, like work that I did years and years and years ago, now that the whole Black Lives Matter thing came, you know, Harper's was like, we love this. It wasn't ready then but it's ready now. So it's like everything in its season, everything in its time, and all of these no's are just leading you to the baddest ass yes, if I can say that on this thing. So yeah, you can. it's like, and, but you have to trust that. And that's the, the faith part that like, everything that I'm doing, everything is going my way, even when it feels like it's not going my way. No. And I think COVID specific has taught us that. Oh, absolutely. Because COVID has took you, took your girl out. Like in terms of, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like, but it, it slowed me down. Like, and that's the thing that I appreciated the most, the most about it. Um, because being a travel photographer, like I have my little routine with my family and I appreciated my little routine with my family, but I didn't have a solid routine with myself. And that's Ooh. the thing that told that COVID taught me it was like I was making sure the kids are okay making sure that my husband's okay but what about me and my mental space and my and just just me in general so in in this experience of losing all of this money and moving all of this money it has like made me a little bit tied uh less to it and me figuring out okay you know what I'm good at what I do let me figure out something else like what does this pivot look like but in that same breath, it has been terrifying because it feels like, you know, COVID took five years of, of something you built, like everything that you built and, you know, took it away because the industry is just changing. So, you know, and even our conversations, like we have been talking about you doing micro weddings and, you know, <laughs> elopements like for a year and then COVID hit. And I'm like, Fallon, this is the time to do it. This like is this time. is where the the industry is moving it's like we're not going to focus on what if you would have done it a year ago you've had this <laughs> you've had this on your heart for a while it's okay like in, in god's time right like this is what we're saying <laughs> but i was like damn daniel i wish i had like, yes. <laughs> it's all right the fabric working but yeah it's like i cope when COVID hit you're like what but at the same time, COVID felt like being an entrepreneur all over again. 
It did. It felt like the beginning. It like, felt okay. new. It felt like the beginning. It was new. It was exciting a little bit. It was like, cool. I, I can do this. I got this. Like, let's switch this. Let's move this. Let's holler at this. And everyone felt, it felt like everyone was in it. And that's what, that's what kind of made it feel not, not so alone. Yeah. So it gave you the space to even connect to other people because we were all fighting this and no yeah. one felt better than the next or because we're all like in, in a flux, which is like, we, we all got the iOS update reset hard crash button. And we, it's like <laughs> it, it was necessary for me to see COVID made it necessary for me to see money really and to understand its power, but to also understand what's necessary and what are the actual, not just essentials for groceries, but what are the essentials to my life? Um, when it comes to people, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to content that I'm feeding my mind, like I was unfollowing Instagram people every two seconds, like stopped watching the news, stopped listening to the news. Oh, it's absolutely. like, what are you, like, what are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your body and who are you interacting with and who's uplifting you? And like the way our group chat kind of flourished in that it was like, we all had the time and the space to be ourselves. And we were able to give ourselves in that group, which created such a delicious foundation. Um, and that propelled us all during this. Like we are all winning left and right now and it feels phenomenal. It does. And it, and okay. So she's talking about our group chat. We call it Sorry. <laughs> the, the winner circle. It's like maybe I want to say 11 of us, like all women in the industry. I don't even know how it came about. I'm just thankful to be a part of it. And you know, it's, it's a really unique space. Because it's honestly the first time where I've had other people like inside of the wedding industry where all we want to do is help each other and see each other win. And I felt like for me, even inside of that group and seeing how we interact with each other and how quiet we are about our wins. Like, it's like, I would even say when Fallon, you know, was on the Harper's list, I put it in there. Like, so since you're not going to tell us this is happening I mean, right now or you're I not going to tell know. us that you're on you know on a website or like you got featured so it's like it, it further showed me how you know how we are about ourselves like and how you know speaking to the rooftop about our amazing things that we're doing it's just hard you know like it, it almost hard. feels like when you do that there's like a a, a sense of like for me, it feels like I'm less humble by like shouting to the rooftop when I do something great. But you need to do that for yourself. Like you need to be able to say, I did this and I'm great at this. And just because I say that or I do that does not take away from me being humble, does not take away from me being kind, or does not take away from me being deserving. And I feel like as women, we we stifle ourselves so much. Why? I don't know. And how can we fix it? Because it is rampant. Is it in it the is. water? It is. <laughs> so, so the way for me of how I've been doing it is just saying my win, like a win a week on Facebook, like just putting in my status because I noticed that I wasn't even sharing anything that I was doing or any wins that I was having. Like I wouldn't say anything. And it's like, I, for me, just being able to share that has been amazing because I, you know, I think sometimes, you know, I, 
I, I, I kind of like go between that. Like, do I need validation from other people? No, I don't. Like when it comes to my business, because for a while there, it was like, I need you to think that my work is great. And now I don't give a, if you think my uh -huh. work is great, you know right. what I mean? It's like, if you because, don't, right. <laughs> it's like, I know that my work is for a certain clientele, certain type of person. So it's like, once I honed in on what that looked like, like I stopped trying to, you know, please the masses. But even with that, it's like opening myself up to that criticism and opening myself up to say, like, there's going to be someone that has something negative to say. I feel like yes. for me, that was part of the, the, what was stopping me. And now I'm to the point where it's like, it is what it is. Like, I can't, I have to be me and I'm going to win. Like, I'm going to outwork yes. everyone else, you know? And, and, that, and that really came about, like, in 2018, I was, I did a retreat with my leak, uh, my leak till, like, she is like my internet mentor. And I did this amazing retreat where it was like 150 black women. And she mm -hmm. took us to a five-star resort. And it was like all these different women in all these different areas, all these different walks of life. And just to see them bad, like just doing it, it was like that I needed that representation for myself to say that I could be that. And since that day and seeing all of those amazing women and, you know, striving to be to that level, it's like, mm. for me, that's what I needed for my confidence boost. Like, cause it was, it, it just felt like, you know, again, I was stopping myself. Like the, the, the barriers that I was putting on myself were mental, you know? So that moment for me to see other black women in that way and all of us, like it was such an emotional weekend of like the whole yeah. time I just felt like I was going to cry because it's like the beauty of it and to be in that room and to see a woman that works for Princeton, to see a woman mm -hmm. that works mm -hmm. for, for um, H&M and like all these like real, the number one realtor in Atlanta, like getting to meet and just talk with them is like, that was great for me. So I've decided to take that back into my life, take back that back into the lane of yeah. what I'm trying to create because that matters so much for us, especially as African-American women. Like it matters. A hundred percent. To the rooftop. It was funny. I met a, I met another wedding planner who was like just starting and she messaged me and like on Instagram or, or even just sent me an email and wanted to, to connect or meet. And I, I often get these and people are generally surprised when I just say, yeah, let's talk. Hey, let's do it. What do you want to know? I'm sharing everything. And when we sat down, she was like, we, we, she's, I guess she spoke on behalf of her, her mini pool of congregation or her mini pool of friends, but she's like, we need you to do this to show us that it can be done in the fact that as a brown, as a, as a black female wedding planner, cause you know how many of those um, that does destination. It's like, she's like, if you're speaking at engage, we like, we need you to stand up and we need you to do this to show us that it can be done. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, to, at first I was like, me, who am I? What am I going to do? Like how, what? So, yeah. it, but it, it hit me hard in the fact that sometimes we're all being rooted on, like everyone is rooting for us a lot of the time that we do not see. And it, it is our responsibility to, to do the right thing and to be our absolute best and to ask for the wild things and to do the crazy and to do the unimaginable. 
because there's some little girl, not saying that this woman was a little girl, but knowing that the little girl that lives inside of me that never saw herself ever mm-hmm. and was told no every other day, we're doing it for the little girls mm-hmm. all of the time. All the we're time. doing it for those that can't see themselves ever on a stage. Absolutely. Ever. You're going to get me emotional, <laughs> Sally, because like we, again, like this is like, I feel the exact same way in the film community, you know, and you know, when all this stuff happened where a Black Lives Matter became a thing for other people. And I want to yeah. say that clearly because that has been, you know, we've had these conversations for a long time and we've been pushing through um, to get that representation. Um, you know, starting the hashtag Brown Girl Shoot, shoot Film 2 was for that reason. Because it's like, at the end of the day, you know, you can take it as what you want and saying, like, I know as me, like you were saying, like, there's someone else that wants to be in this position later on. So I'm going to use whatever I can do to make this better for that person. And I, and that's a personal mission. I know everyone's different, but for me, because I know that when I started the way that I was felt, the doors that were closed in my face, the emails that went, went. You know, mm-hmm. unanswered, you know, the the negativity in the room that I felt when I walked in or me sitting at a conference with my with my friend at the time being the only two black women in the room and no one talking to us. You know, like I don't I never allowed that to stop me from my journey or what I'm 100%. doing. But that is real. That is yeah. my experience. And I'm not going to hone in on the negativity to stop me from growing or learning. And then on top of like dealing with that as, you know, being the only black person in the room or occupying the space and being like feeling like I was the only one. I realized so many other brown women, black women come into my DMs that are women of color that shoot film that are just like, it just makes me happy to see like, yes, you can do this. Yes, you can be in this lane. Yes, you can win. And if there's something like I have friends on Instagram where we have never met before, but they'll send me their films, their film scan (laughs) and we'll go over like, sis, no, this isn't it. Let's listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even just having that hashtag for me and I was silent about it. I was scared to say, to ruffle those, those feathers. I've been using that hashtag since 2018. I never, said anything never made a post until you know everything happened I'm like we are not new to this we are true to this and I'm I'm gonna keep saying that in this space because it's like I take on that responsibility that is something that I feel like I want to do for my community not everybody feels that way but for me I know that I'm I'm never representing just myself in any conversation any conversation <laughs> and that's the reality room, at any conference at any client meeting none of that and, and and unfortunately yes we are we are representing everyone the moment we step out and being i mean going to an hbcu definitely gave me a different type of confidence to walk into spaces where i am an only because i've come from a space where i've spent four years not being an only, only. I mean, I'm not going to talk about your HBCU, but you know. I'm not going to talk about you either. Come come for it if you want to, boo. (laughs) I mean, y'all homecoming is all right, sis. Y'all, right. They made a movie about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you have it. You know, we just got people. I I deserve that. I own that. We win. Thank you. But (laughs) but the way that we, but the way that we promote those types of things we should be promoting ourselves in the same way shape and form and it's like the the rest of this year 
I don't want to be afraid to share a win. I don't want to be, because every time even I share a wedding, just sharing pictures of past weddings, I was afraid that my couples would come in and say something terrible about their experience. Mm. Even though all of my weddings have, they've been successful, but I'm always like, but I think one of the dishes was cold. One of the chickens may not have been right. I think of every single thing terrible that went wrong that day in my mind, whether they knew it or not. Mm-hmm. And every time I posted a picture recently, all of the couples have said, you've made our day special. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Da-da-da-da-da. But the fear of me, for some reason, thinking all of my clients are zombies and they're coming after me in the night, <laughs> it's wild shit. Like, yeah. so. And you know what is so crazy? <laughs> like, we do that a lot as women, making up scenarios in our head. A hundred percent. And it's not facts. Like, it's not facts None. at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even next to a fact. Like, there's nothing that could eat. Like, my wedding wire reviews, not, and I guess to gloat or to, to tell you, it's like, they're all five stars. So who is going to say something terrible in your... Like, it's like, how did you get there? What is in your, and that's why meditation has become so, so important. And it's such a routine that I have to make happen because when I don't meditate, that's when, because resistance for me comes up in, or resistance and anxiety arise when I think about, if I send an email and that people don't respond right away, my brain goes into crazy mode. Like, oh, did they not like the proposal? Oh, was the price too high? Oh, what are they going to, and it's like, girl, you sit down now, stop, reset. So the meditation has allowed me to see my thoughts that are inaccurate and to kind of hone in on who am I and what do I really believe and what do I know for sure? Because these thoughts, when you pull them out, when you write them down and you look back at them, you're like, this is ridiculous. I'm better than this. I'm bigger than this. I'm, I'm way more professional than this. And I don't do crap work. So why would I think them why would I think anything that I think it to be honest and it's that's so it's, it's a daily work it's a daily mission but it's like between you and your dreams and the life that you really want is your mind and it's 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 kind of it's like you got to battle her every or him or it or Chewbacca or whomever it's like every day it is a daily battle to move through your mind break through that resistance and do what you need to do to be great. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you really summed it up. Um, And going back to the retreat and like my awakening, that's what I call that for me. Um, I want to go on this retreat now. I was like, what's she doing another one? Because like, I know it was, (laughs) I I, even, I have to apply again for it because it's like, but it was literally my, my awakening, like seriously to my saying that I'm great and being able to like, oh, be okay with no's and like all that stuff that we talked about. But one of the things that, you know, she said that really stuck home for me is like feelings aren't facts, which is so mm. true. So like I even sat there to myself, like when I'm launching Beyond the Pretty or the Black Hair Experience or all these other things that I wanted to do, like, am I making this up in my head to say that this limitation or is it my feelings that are stopping me from this? Or is it something real pushing against me to say that I can't do it? Yes. You know, so I think for me, that has been something really, really um, beneficial in my life to like allow myself to be great because it's like, yes. I'm not, I'm done stifling myself. Even if I look a fool, I'm done doing it. Like I'm going to Same. be, I'm going to be, you know, um, in this lane, I'm here to stay and I'm going to do the things that I, that I've been wanting to do. And that's hard 
to say it that way, but I really want people to know out there, like, seriously, you can do whatever you want. And like, if you want to start a podcast or if you want to, to, you know, do destination weddings, or if you want to start marketing, all you need is determination and good framework. I'm not saying that you won't have, you know, um, people that are trying to stop you along the way, because that is the reality. Not everybody wants to see you win. Not everybody's happy that you're going to win. So there are going to be real resistance in the journey, but at the end of the day, you got to push through. And that's the one thing that I, that I've realized, you know, um, and even like just understanding that at the end of the day, I really, really enjoy what I'm doing. And I know that God put me in the right area. I know why I'm here and why I'm doing it. Like I wouldn't do anything else. Your why is amazing. Yeah. Like I wouldn't do wedding. I wouldn't do anything other than weddings. Like I've tried family photography. Y'all know that's not for me. Okay. We talked about this. That is not your ministry. That is not my ministry. Okay. I'm like literally sitting here holding my daughter as like, I'm surprised they're quiet at this point, you know, and I've realized where my, where my lane is and I want to help other people get there. So there, and that, but that's like, and that's a book I, I want. Start with why Simon Sinek. And I think that book, um, ego what's the book i read um ego is the enemy and art of war war of art mm-hmm. one of those sorry those three we'll books link it we'll link of, it in the title sorry <laughs> no you're fine start, start with why gives you clarity because once you have clarity about who you're serving with your business what type of business you want to run and what are the core values and principles in which you believe that makes it easier to battle your anxieties and your resistance because you're able to say, well, one, and and yes, feel, I'm going to take all, but this is going to be a lot. Feelings are not facts, but feelings and emotions can impact your psyche and Mm -hmm. literally make you sick and feel ill and not well. So recognizing the difference between those feelings and what, and doing a fact check. Is this reality that I'm experiencing? What is this not in my stomach? Is this me saying yes to a client that I should be saying no to? Mm -hmm. Is this like, why is my heart beating this way? Why are my hands sweating? So identifying truly what you feel when you're doing your work. And if there's a disconnect somewhere where you are not feeling ultimate bliss and joy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you should control all delete immediately mm-hmm. or fig- you need to do a hard reset a pause and figure out where is the disconnect between you and the life that you want to live and when it comes to resistance that's like you know waking up in the morning and trying to wake up in the morning and go do a workout the resistance is just you putting on the workout clothes to get you to that workout but once you put the- once you do that one small step you're you're gold you got this you can you can finish through the hardest part about going to the gym is actually just getting to the gym but once you're there, you do the workout. You know what? <laughs> you ain't never lie. I think she said that personally for me because we <laughs> because we've been talking about you oh know my my, my balance <laughs> and talking about adding fitness to it. So yes, that is a hundred percent true. I've laid in that bed, looked in the ceiling, like I don't want to put these clothes. I don't. I don't want no parts of anybody's gym this of morning. Any of this. Yeah. Of any of this. But even today, I woke up and I was like. I was tired. I was like, oh, I don't know if I feel so good. Oh. And I I quickly recognized that it was my mind trying to be lazy and playing me. 
And I just went through the motions, put on my clothes, went on the run. And after the run, I was like, yeah, that was resistance trying to keep me locked down. But when you fight those small battles, when you're doing your real work, that's when you realize you can take on more and you keep pushing yourself like, oh, this is nothing but resistance that's not letting me send this email. This is me being afraid to hear a no. This is me being afraid that the person will think I'm an idiot and inadequate. Like, like, yes. And they would think that how? I have no idea. But <laughs> you're your worst critic. Like, and that's the you thing. Your, like, yeah. like when it comes to my, my photography work, nobody is harder on it than me. So, you 100%. know, it, it is what it is. Like, I really have to uh, check myself with that because like there were times like the wedding that I just posted and it was, and it was in the not print. I got home and I was like, I totally bombed that wedding. I was so mad at myself. I thought about all these missed opportunities and mm. I was so critical and your girl did fine. <laughs> like, you did really, fine. Yeah, it was like, they were really good pictures. But I, again, like getting out that space and that resistance of letting that go. Um, yeah. And like, I'm ambitious sometimes and I need to control that ambition like, especially when it comes Same. to, you know, you just uh, do, I want to do everything. I want to do everything all the time. <laughs> all the time. Because it's like one of those, like, I have to make sure that I'm not overwhelming my plate, like over functioning is a thing. So for me, that's where I have to really hone in to make sure that that balance that I want with my kids, with my husband and with my life, like, I like to work. Like I really do. Like I'll get up at 5am and that's my thing. It, it makes me happy, <laughs> you know, but again, there has to be a balance and there has to be, you know, a mental space to be able to let go sometimes. And I haven't been yeah. doing that. So I think my resistance is like letting it, like letting it go sometimes. Like, you know what, you've done enough today. Let's do something else. Like, you I know agree. what, you know, uh, let's do something else for yourself because I really, you know, make my kids a priority. Um, and, <laughs> and I need to make myself a priority. I same here. We, I mean, we all do. Um, and that's, yeah. Taking the space to just give yourself some space to be honest, but mm -hmm. there's so much, so much to work on so much to do. And yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the reasons I'm excited about the We Do Collective is because I've always wanted to do smaller events. I just never knew how. And I kept trying to it just, I was like, ah, like big weddings are great. They're just not my scene that much. Like, mm -hmm. and even it's nice just, to break it up. It's nice to break it up. It's nice to have smaller, more intimate and really just curated properly. Um, that just really bring me joy and starting the collective. And now, now that it's getting traction and now that it actually makes sense in this environment, it's like the idea was perfectly timed. Mm -hmm. The creation was perfectly timed. The launch was perfectly timed. There's nothing about my idea that is it's working. It's working. It just, I, I was fighting it at first. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. How is this? And learning patience is what COVID has taught me. You don't have to do everything at one time. Absolutely. You, you need to make a timeline and you need to be realistic and cause you're going to burn out if you're trying to do 515, 11 projects at one time. Yes. So give yourself some patience. Things take time and everything will be right when it's right, but don't just put stuff out there because you're like, it needs to be seen. Wait, yeah. let it breathe yes. like a fine wine. Like let it have its moment. And when the world is ready to receive it, that's when it'll fly. 
Absolutely. I love that because, you know, that brings me back full circle talking about even doing this podcast and wanting to put it out in 2017. Your girl has written books. I have other companies like I've, I'm all about timing and when it feels right. And now it felt right. Now it felt like it's, it was a, a something that was missing. So I 100% agree with that. And sitting on things, letting it marinate, making sure yes. that it's sustainable. Like we have a whole episode dedicated to like pivoting and adding more to your plate. And what that what does that look like, you know, from the standpoint of like sustaining it, sustaining it all? Because I feel like that needs to be a part of the conversation, right? 100%. So I'm excited about the We Do Collective. It has been amazing journey i'm so happy to be a part of it and i'm glad to yes, see same. that the timing of everything kind of worked out yeah everything I, I, I literally reading simon's book the start with why has provided a lot of clarity for my fallon carter events and then the we do collective by fallon carter events and it's made it understanding why you're doing something allows it to become sustainable it, it'll it's now allowing me to scale because I'm understanding, you know, how do I want to lead a team? How do I create a team? And how do I create a team that believes the things I believe? Um, and how do we get to work with clients that believe what we believe? So just having just a true sense and overall view of who's my target audience, you know, what are all of those values and specifics like I mentioned before, but having that now, I just feel like, great, now I can move on to the next business. It's like those two are, are good. Now I can add something better. Now I can add something different. Now I can go in a different lane because when I think your business success is directly related to other than your mindset, just what do you value and how are you treating your customer? You know, why does your customer want to work with you? And what is your customer saying when you're not there is, is truly a, a thing. <laughs> it's like, it is, it's so in understanding thing. It's a big thing. And even your team members, like understanding how you want them to work with your couples or clients. And, and it's just, I now see things a lot different from a customer perspective and creating a better customer experience has been extremely important to me. And now I understand what I want to see for more businesses to come. Oh, I love it. Well, Fallon, you know, we could sit and talk forever. I know this, okay. is, season, this is season one. I know I'm going to have you back for season two because this conversation was Thanks. amazing. Um, I know that um, I just want to have you back. Like, I know this is going to happen, happen again. Thanks, I'm so proud of Nellie. Like, we're on video, too. You guys can't see her, but she's been sitting here this whole time. Hey! Like, I kind of feel like my kids and I have gotten into a group of, like, they understand, like, what's going on and what's happening. Like, we're getting this quarantine thing down together. Like, seriously. Um, like, let me know when I need to be quiet, Mom. Yeah. Like, and she's <laughs> doing really well. Like, it's been good. But um, let me just say thank you so much for um, coming on today and, you know, taking the time and sharing your heart with the world. You know, I love you to death. Thank you. Love you too. Let people know where to find you and like your information and so they can keep up with you. A hundred percent. So thank you, Liz. This was awesome. And it's, I am blessed to know you and I'm so grateful that our paths crossed and I am, this is amazing. So anyway, I could love on you all day too. So um, Fallon Carter and uh, Fallon Carter events on Instagram. And if you're looking for a smaller micro or mini wedding, <laughs> um, the We Do Collective um, at the We Do Collective on Instagram. Um, 
thank you so, so, so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And you guys, if you ever want to suggest a topic or if you have any questions, um, you can head over to beyondthepretty.co on our Instagram or email us at info at beyondthepretty.co. And we will be back next week with another amazing episode. We'll see you later. Bye.